Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, a light-hearted podcast on a serious subject. Every two weeks we look back through true crime stories to discuss an event that took place on this week in history. I'm your host Mark Decano and with me as always are my friends Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. So the date we're looking at this episode is the night of the 15th and 16th of February. And in 2003, thieves stole gold, silver, jewellery, and most importantly, diamonds in the largest ever diamond heist. Possibly one of the biggest robberies in history in Antwerp, Belgium. Mm. So we'll be coming up for the 20th anniversary of this heist. Is that why we're doing this? No. It would have been Wait, last tw- year. It would have oh, been yeah. The 20- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's 2024, everybody. Sorry. Happy I forgot. New so we're February. coming up to the 21st anniversary. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, correct. It combines all my favourite things in a pod. <laughs> Diamonds, heist, and Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right. So it's the biggest in a value. Biggest in or value. Contemporary value. Amount of... Jewels, as in volume, like a big sack. <laughs> it was a pretty big sack of jewels. Mm. I think it, well, these things are normally determined by monetary value, value but yeah, obviously yeah. it's contemporary, not adjusted. So, oh yeah, I'm sure we'll, it's a hundred million dollars. Sure, someone's yeah. gonna. I did it in ten years. <laughs> someone will nick two hundred million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do I know about diamonds? Don't they come from Antwerp? What's Antwerp got to do with? Anything. <laughs> What's and, has Antwerp got a good diamond well, community? Like the, the heart <laughs> yes. of diamond. Ah, it's right. The diamond, okay. It has its own diamond district. Uh, wow. It's the heart of really? It. Yeah. There's like a mega secure building, or rather, a mega secure. Made of diamond. <laughs> well, you say mega secure. We'll come yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, quite. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. like the most secure vault in the most secure building in the most secure part of the city. Was next door. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Antwerp World Diamond Centre. Wow. This place is built like Fort Knox. I wonder why Belgium's got the strong arm on that. Is that connections to Africa? Chocolate. What? <laughs> Belgium's famous for chocolate more than Belgian Belgian Congo, diamond yeah. mining. Well, I don't know. No, I would have thought if anyone would have it, it would be either London or uh, the Netherlands. Oh, it's really? South Africa. Yeah. Yes, right, okay. Well, That's why I'm thinking of Africa, because of Belgium, Belgian Congo, what used to be. Yeah, but that was like the worst part of Africa. Well, I, well, <laughs> I, I, I still don't understand there. why Belgium's got it, but... Were it to be his headquarters... Oh yeah, that sounds because they own all of the diamonds. They own all the diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, basically, they're like they're like the China of pandas to diamonds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the China of pandas. If a diamond is found anywhere, they own it. (laughs) Think they own everything? Probably American. De Beers was um, was founded in 1888 by Cecil Rose. Was it? Who founded Rhodesia? He he will have. Blood on his hands. Yeah. I guarantee you. up to his neck. Sorry to <laughs> make a sweeping generalisation about the Rhodes legacy. But. Yeah, because we all call how we love Cecil Rhodes. <laughs> what? Rhodesia. So the uh, De Beers monopoly on uh, diamonds was broken in 2000. Oh, really? They now have 63% of the control. Mm-hmm. Who's got the other? I don't know. Presumably the some, Antwerp World Diamond Centre. Some smaller companies owned by De Beers. <laughs> owned by De Beers yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. I still don't know why diamonds are... Uh, Detroit, cars. Yeah. Sheffield, steel. 
what else? France. Croissant. Cheese. <laughs> it's a word the croissant mines of France. Belgium <laughs> waffles. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I would accept that. <laughs> Belgian diamonds. Anyway. So, we don't know is the answer. But they chose it. Why not? Yeah, Tax sure breaks, probably. Oh, I could be. Taxes, yeah. Property. Yeah. Uh, the transport logistics. Nothing exciting. Mayonnaise. They're well into that, aren't they? <laughs> are they well into mayonnaise? <laughs> yeah, they are. And chips. Chips and mayonnaise. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. nice. I like that. In Germany, they have Rotweiss, which basically means red white. Ketchup and mayonnaise <laughs> mixed together. together. Yeah, oh, right, yeah, okay. They do, don't they? Yeah. They could just call it Rotweiss. <laughs> do they not make a prawn cocktail with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mayonnaise, ketchup, and a prawn. <laughs> a prawn. Yeah. And, and one leaf of a cos lettuce. Well, of all the cheap, lousy ways to save a buck. <laughs> so anyway, what was stolen? What was stolen? A hundred million dollars American Ooh. in diamonds and other things. Waffles. <laughs> and waffles. <laughs> so diamonds, chocolate waffles and marionettes. So uh, the, the Antwerp World Diamond Centre, it transpires. The AWDC. It transpires is actually a uh, in or a part of an office block, um, and the other offices are rented out to other ventures. Well, that's no good, is it? <laughs> yeah. So you and me could rent an office next door, and then have suddenly a twenty-four hour pass and get a drill to get into the <laughs> and office. Get a big drill. Get a big drill. And how the much speed. would a room like that cost us, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, <laughs> at the time, that would be uh, twenty-five thousand Belgian francs per month. About seven hundred a month. About no. seven hundred dollars American. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> the um, right. Okay. So there's a massive flaw in the setup. There is a, a slight flaw. So uh, do we know what the other companies were? They were just random. Uh, mayonnaise International. <laughs> they, they were dealt in various Belgian <laughs> favoured commodities. Like probably diamond mayonnaise. traders and the like. Do you think? Oh, oh, it was so. the diamond. What's the point in being near the diamond centre? It, it was the diamond cent- quarter. Well, diamond centre. Yeah. Quarter. No, I mean the area. The diamond district. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. So that would be diamond, the diamond district. You're not, you're not going to rent a room in the diamond district if you're trading in potato imports <laughs> are you for chips <laughs> man you guys ain't had no waffles like these well perhaps they did <laughs> so a gang mm. decided to put together a plan which had actually been done before in new york what the plan yeah they modeled it on a, a smaller venture that had uh, failed <laughs> in right. new york so it was a so what was that which is the same sort of thing where they move Involving into offices what? in the building. Yes, nick, good idea. Nick the stuff, mm-hmm. and then move out, <laughs> and, then, and then leave quickly. We're uh, yeah, we're coming up to the end of our lease. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I cannot believe it. We've only just met. <laughs> well, you know, you're crazy guys. We'd need to swap numbers. <laughs> I imagine that's how it. That's how it went. Plan, yeah. planned out. No, this is some proper Ocean's Eleven shiz. Ah, good. So we're talking the nineteen sixty Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, either either or. <laughs> either, yeah, either Same or. Thing. The plan is the premise. Still Nick stuff. So you have the gang leader, who's named Leonardo Nottolbottolo. Really? Is everyone Belgian, by the way? No, no. He doesn't sound. He's Italian. Belgian. He's not. Okay, he's not right, Belgian fine. at all. He's not even slightly Belgian. <laughs> no, he's an Italian man. 
He's the leader of the gang. The gang needs me. I'm the leader. I will tell you some other gang names, the gang do. members' names, but they're all given <laughs> these are fantastic. Names. I mean, this is just like so direct to movie. This yeah, story, cool. yeah, yeah, exactly, hundred percent. We'll come to that later. And there's no was... need to change anything. It's cool to have a code name. It's not that weird. So you have uh, Pietro Tavano. He's known as Speedy. Oh yeah. Then you have Ferdinando Finotto, the monster. Right. You have Elio Donorio, the genius. And then you have one as yet unidentified man, known only as the King of Keys. Right. So he was a locksmith. He would manufacture keys to open any lock. Wow. And they also, as a backup, had the monster, who was also a lockpick and electrician mechanic and very, very strong. Oh, yes. The and the other one alarms and electronics. Did he have glasses? <laughs> Probably. Was he? Was he brainy? <laughs> yeah, uh, he what was the, the first one? The leader? No. The, the, the quickie? No. <laughs> Speedy. Quick. <laughs> no. All right. Here, let me run those through again and see if you could find the floor in the where the floor with the chink in the armor is. So you've got King of the Keys, best key forger in the world. Hmm. Then you've got the genius electronics expert, alarm specialist. The monster, strong guy, electrician, mechanic, driver, lockpick. It's all good so far. Speedy and anxious and paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Kept my hands in my pockets because I thought they were shaking. Uh, but for some reason, Speedy, called... not known for his driving, but probably his for consumption speed. of speed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. He was a friend of Noto Bartolo. But oh, he's God. known for being paranoid and anxious. Oh, no. That's not going to work. Not going to end well. <laughs> Leonardo Nottopatolo yep. posed as an Italian diamond merchant and rented the office. Good idea. So he's now... I want... Uh, <laughs> I wanted, uh, I wanted <laughs> one of the diamonds. <laughs> Jan, put down your chips and mayonnaise. We've got a, we've got a customer. <laughs> hey, I wanted the diamond. It's me, Mario. So he's posed as a pretend buyer. Yes. Of not, can I? Have you got any rings, mate? It's of I'm um, I'm going to buy big. Yeah, trader. Do you yeah. think he had a briefcase? <laughs> I no. imagine it's part yeah. of the uniform. Yeah. Have a briefcase. How can anybody be jealous of somebody with a briefcase? I imagine I'd a bunch a... of dark velvet pouches. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. No, <laughs> yeah. in inside and a briefcase. an eyeglass permanently in, in his eye. Yeah. In, inside a briefcase. Yeah. So. yeah. 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 <laughs> a suit, I reckon he would have worn a suit. I also yeah. reckon he would have worn glasses. Hmm. <laughs> oh. We probably know. In yeah. fact, we, we could just Google this. <laughs> the eyeglass yeah, must be hinged on one of yeah, his glasses. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a brilliant... Um, and a pair of tweezers permanently in his left hand. Because he has to be ready to count diamonds at any moment. <laughs> Drop of a hat. So having rented an office, obviously he's in and out of the building regularly. So oh, people yeah, of get course. familiar hey, with him. Hey, Leo. Yeah. How's you going? <laughs> no, no, that's wrong. <laughs> you got mixed your nationalities. <laughs> what you, what you... I'm going all <laughs> Manhattan. It could be Amer Italian-Americans working there. No, I'm doing an impression of the Belgian man saying hello to him. Well, just as he works in Antwerp. doesn't what have you, to be Belgian. Uh, do you want some... Uh, Green beans? <laughs> I don't Why know. is that? That sounds Dutch to me. I'm yeah. hearing Dutch. Well, I'm being Flemish, aren't I? Are you? Is it... Well, yeah, we're not in the French. Antwerp is Flemish, not French. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose. So I was right, listeners. <laughs> Conceded. Proud of yourself, little man. 
he, they know him, basically. They know. Hey, how's yeah. it going? He's a, regular. He's a tenant of the building. Yeah, He's going to yeah. be in and out mm. like Flint. Yeah, mm. probably like maybe a couple of times a day for the next Easily. year yeah, or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So they're, they're basically building up credibility over, and, and we're talking about over months. Yeah. Because this plan was 18 months in the planning. It was 18 months in the planning. Also, Because they're looking, they're, they're setting up loads and loads and loads of bits, like checking security systems, overriding mm. independent individual things. There's a whole bunch of stuff like I mean, I would say that's, photography and all sorts. That's a long plan. It's yeah. normal, isn't it? I mean, you'd, you'd be think a bit so. weird if you wouldn't be bedding yourself in. Mm. Mind you, I don't know what the kind of length of security setup there is. I mean, it it might be all well. It clearly wasn't all all bloody you know people as security. You know, on the door holding their earpieces and and. Alarms and stuff like that because yeah, well, it sounds more like security people holding their eyes closed most of the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, these guys did. I mean, their planning was so meticulous. They yeah. built an art, like a fake vault, for them to practice in. Yeah, they built a full-size replica, they like, had, in, yeah. Ocean's like in Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with they their eyes, them. and they used to do it in the dark, full dark. Yeah, so they would know it off by heart. I'm in the dark here. I'm in the dark. Yeah, yeah, I'm with them. They had um, yeah, we're all there. Pens. <laughs> they had pens with cameras. Oh, yeah. so when they could go into the void, because basically take cameras of the the outer area and the inside of the vault area to then be able to reconstruct, yeah, reconstruct it, rebuild it. So why would they go into the vault anyway? Because they were posing as hey, what yeah, to the diamonds? Like safety deposit. Yes, boxes right. Okay. So, so they take pictures of the setup. The setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Above the vault door, they managed to install a camera there. Who did? The heisters. Wow. Mm. Clever. It's like a remote camera that would transmit, a wireless camera that would transmit mm. to a receiver hidden inside a fire extinguisher. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, well, I think th- th- this camera is perfectly visible, but there's a really bright ceiling light just before yeah. it. So, so once the light's turned on, you can't, like, through the glare, you can't you see can't the camera. Yeah. Equally, I would say most people, most kind of lower level people who work there, would could just go, mm, security. Yeah, it's true. You yeah, you see a camera on the screen, you just go, oh yeah, camera. But again, even <laughs> if you could see it, you're not looking for it. You wouldn't notice a small oh, yeah. camera above the door. Hidden in plain sight. Even side. if you did see it, you wouldn't think anything of it. But mm. the chances are you wouldn't. Yeah. Who's looking up at the door? A light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they had a transmi- uh, receiver inside a fire extinguisher. Yep. But the fire extinguisher was usable. It wasn't a fake. Fire. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. If there was a fire, then they go, hang on. But, <laughs> they built but it works. Wow, wow, wow. That's they had quite a, good. They, had it hidden in, it was, they cut, up a fo- uh, cut open the fire extinguisher, installed a waterproof compartment inside with mm-hmm. a receiver in it. And then sealed it up again. <laughs> so if you picked it up, you would be disused. That's like really good. I'm still with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's clever stuff. We're dealing with a man of... Infinite brilliance and infinite madness. The King of Keys, the unidentified man. So these hidden uh, camera video footage that they made, he managed to study that sufficiently enough to make a copy. Of a key? Of a foot-long vault key. (laughs) Are they that big? Yeah, yeah, because it's got to go right in through all the... I mean, if they'd made it normal key-sized, he wouldn't have been able to see it. He would have been able to see it. They've got this giant joke key. (laughs) If you can make a copy of it just by seeing it on film, it can't be a precision tool. It must just be a lever on a long stick. Why is it gigantic? Why isn't it not... I mean... Because the lock, a, the lock is inside the vault door, like well inside the vault. So it needs right. to be long. It, so it needs to, get to reach through the armor. Yeah. So the key bit isn't. The key is at the far end. It's not a massive cartoon key. It's just got a long yeah. shaft. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, right. that was the same when I was... Even so. Even the safes where I was, oh, yeah, before yeah. they put combi locks on them, it was it was a probably about eight inch long key. And you had to, to get separate through the, the key and the bit from the shaft. And two people would take the two halves away. Yes, So you of had course, to both yeah. be together so you could... T- and that was at your so stupid place. So one person yeah. takes the handle and the other person <laughs> takes the key. <laughs> but they can't use it without... Well, it, you can not, get another handle. You, you can. <laughs> long, long-nosed pliers would probably do the <laughs> no, trick. Yeah. But equally, there's not $100 million, in, so is it worth the effort no. and extent yeah. of making a lock? It's, it's got to be able to get the key on. It's got to lock on. Otherwise, it would just fall off. You wouldn't be able to turn I'm it sure once you it's inside. It. Yeah. it would be Sellotape. a pain and it wouldn't be worth it. Put it that way. Sellotape. <laughs> that wouldn't work <laughs> at all. Gloy. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, just imagine he's literally just looking up this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just working. I mean, that's with very, this very. Thing, and he's got clever. basically yeah. this video. He's got it's mm, phenomenal. He goes up. tiny little hidden. He goes up and that bit. He goes across for that bit. I'll just make a note of that. Up, across. Down like a turret. You made a key. That's very clever. I'm still with them. Yeah. <laughs> what was, was this? The monster. That's the king of keys. Oh, was sorry. Of it was. Yeah. <laughs> an idiot. The monster, monster would just tear the door off. The door. <laughs> what an idiot. Why did I? <laughs> king of keys. Yeah. Well, he's living up to his. Uh, yeah. Yeah. His title. That's a well-earned name. Yeah. Also, the vault door had a magnetic lock, so obviously it create, create a, if you open it, you break the field between the two yep. magnetic plates. So the genius, oh yeah, expert with alarms. He made a custom-made uh, aluminium plate with double-sided tape on it. So when he when he unscrewed the bolts for the vault door, he stuck them on to maintain the electric field. Right. So he did use sellotape. So he did use sellotape. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> King of sellotape. So they just literally, when they open the vault door, they they, they remove the bolts, put these on, mm. and then when they open the door, they just literally sell it swung it out and taped it to the wall sure. with sellotape there you go brilliant without your cunning fingers how should I gain entrance so the night of the 15th and 16th with all this preparation they've been preparing in the dark in a life size facsimile yep. room they've got yep. all these prep all these, the keys ready planned to overcome the make alarm it's not even as simple as like getting in the vault like, if that was simple because you've got to approach the building in the first place Yes. Well, isn't and that the easy? All of the streets right around this place are absolutely, like, completely covered by cameras. Yeah, but... You can't even walk up to the building without being on film. But all the preparation of 18 months of familiarisation and, hey, Leonardo and, you know, that would have bypassed all of that. If, you, if us three had... bypassed streets worth of cameras. Yeah, but if, I, if us three had and done not, it... It's not a single system of cameras? Yeah, but it's not about that. It's, it's, if us three had done it, people would go, those idiots. Who, but if those four or whatever it was would have gone, oh, it's fine. It's the guys at number 23 who, <laughs> who, who own the whatever, mayonnaise emporium. <laughs> <laughs> the, it, it would have been initially, oh, it's them. Yet they would have still been on camera. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. right time. You know. Yeah, no, I know Unless that. they yeah. could Unless, find a place there wasn't a camera. Yeah. Like uh, maybe right. if the vault shared a garden with someone. With the building next door. <laughs> so what uh, Rue is indelicately leading <laughs> up to is yeah. the fact that the King of Keys picked oh, yeah. the lock of an office building which was abandoned next door. And this building and the World Diamond Center <laughs> shared a garden. Small courtyard okay, yeah, yeah. that had no cameras on it. Ooh. This is what you might call a fortuitous circumstance. They realised from their surveillance that there was a, a basically an infrared sensor, like a PIR mm-hmm. thing. So they put a uh, 
a huge piece of polystyrene and held that up <laughs> like a shield so yeah. it wouldn't pick up the heat movement. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, well, they uh, walk along with it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. And, uh, <laughs> Just imagine this guy <laughs> going across the garden holding up a big piece of polystyrene. Yeah. Yeah, so he just walked that up to the, to the sensor and then left it there. Well, I was going to say, you just leave yeah. it then, then, as opposed to just carrying it with you the entire time. That's it. So, and then this is the part of the genius. Yep. He did that and then was able to disable the alarm on the window to the diamond centre. And then they basically just walked into the garden with a ladder, walked up and through the window. Yeah. And the own, and there was no detection at all. What about when you're in? Isn't there stuff There were monitoring? cameras. Yep. They overcame them by putting black plastic bags on them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right, okay, fine. Why did I even ask? And infrared sensors. And infrared sensors. And they put polystyrene boxes put over those. Over the same thing, yeah. And um, accelerometers. Yeah. What to measure how fast they were <laughs> well, they'll measure vibration for, and movement. that was for uh, speedy I'm not going quick <laughs> enough <laughs> this gang has got me nuts they're not obviously leaving anything open to chance yeah, yeah. they've got like, they've sprayed hairspray over motion sensors they've bagged up cameras and heat sensors we've got styrofoam tape they've done a lot of research and a mm. lot of work and they still did it in the dark. In the dark. And they would they would put lights on very briefly to realign the drills to drill into the security boxes. Uh, okay. They'd literally put them on to so go. Oh, there they is. did and that. Turn it off again. They did that. Yeah. After a number of hours, having uh, opened many many security boxes, removed a huge quantity of diamonds. Mm-hmm. And the early hours of the morning, they left very slowly into the office building <laughs> next door because of their caution, because of how careful and uh, mm. they were and detailed in their plan. And one of them was anxious. They very, <laughs> they very slowly, carefully... How did Speedy... Uh, what speed did he go? Well, <laughs> very very slowly. He was, they all went slowly, so it was... <laughs> I would have questioned his nickname. <laughs> they probably kept him at the back so he wouldn't overtake people. <laughs> Hurry up. Hurry, hurry up, the guys. <laughs> Pronto. <laughs> so they load all the bags of diamonds into not the So what are we talking car. about? Bl- bl- sacks, duffel, sacks duffel each, bags. duffel bags, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, what's the volume of the stuff? Rucksack. Duffel bags. Yeah. I mean, worth. If it's a million pounds worth of diamonds, it could be a pocket full. I know, yeah, absolutely. So there yeah. are 160 deposit boxes in the vault. They and are, by the way, are these. Who owns these? Private citizen. Right, so it's like a big long, you know, the big long cabinet, big long shelf. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. no. In, you mean deep? You know, in films. Yeah. yeah really, out. weirdly deep, but <laughs> the size of a. And they did use the phone. the sort of the nutcracker opener things that they use in the movies as well. You know, oh, yeah, right. it sits on the side, and you jacks. wind it in the middle, and it just tears the door nice. forward. Yeah. yeah. So the 160 deposit boxes, they opened 123 of them. Oh yeah. All apart from Leonardo's private box. <laughs> well, he had one as well. Yeah. Right. I didn't open that one. I mean, to be fair, nothing in it. That was again. That was a brilliant thing to. He set up his own just to be. Well, it would have been brilliant be if he'd have robbed himself well, and then claimed the insurance. Yeah. Oh right. Because okay. I would have. But if there's a well, massive yeah, robbery put, and yours put, is the only one that isn't yeah, broken into, I would have put, <laughs> I would have put <laughs> nothing in it. Yeah. Why exactly. would you put anything in it? It's like you're there. The point of it is to create the relationship with the yeah the Belgian. And the point of the relationship <laughs> is to look innocent. Well, obviously, yeah. And if you're robbed, you look more innocent. Yeah. It wouldn't have to be anything in it. All you have to do is yeah. say them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he didn't need it. to put anything in yeah, it yeah. at all. The uh, him not robbing himself doesn't is doesn't matter, does it? 
But anyway, they stopped it for some reason at 123. Because time? time ran out. Time. Did it? Right. It, was yeah. about, it was half past five in the morning when they finally <laughs> left. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. they wouldn't want people arriving early for work. Yeah. Walking yep. and going, hey, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> hang on. Hang on a minute. In it's Belgium. Wacht even. What's all this polystyrene Why everywhere? Why bin bags on all the cameras? <laughs> Why does it smell of hairspray? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've run out of sellotape. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Notarbatolo and yep. his good friend Speedy, mm. the plan was to get rid of all of the evidence. They would take it and drive it to France, where they would burn it all. So it would be out of the country and burned so literally, like, it were nothing would be tracing them back. Cause it not including be. the diamonds. Not including the diamonds. Oh, yeah. Fine. All the evidence. But obviously the reconstructed vault room hmm. and, you know, the, the can of hairspray and all the other stuff that they would have... I mean, they, anyway, yeah. yeah <laughs> all the bits. That was the plan. We will proceed with our operations according to plan. However, yep. Speedy was a little anxious about this. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he got a bit worried, possibly quite rightly, about transporting loads of incriminating evidence long distance. Sure, yeah. So he decided that he would shove it into some bushes <laughs> instead. <laughs> instead, because okay. that's perfectly safe. What? Very near the site? <laughs> Probably right outside the street. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know how far away it was, but yeah, it was in some, it's in some woods off the motorway. I think. Yeah. Isn't it? it wasn't. They didn't okay. go very far. So he'd obviously said, "Look, let's let's stop here and do it. Let's not drive all the way to France." Not to Bartolo. He was burning his, and then he finds out that Speedy's just shoved it. Hasn't burned. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Speedy, what's the matter down there? But of course. By this time, we're going, well, we can't go around and gather it all mm. up. Yeah. So uh, I thought, no one's going to find it. <laughs> Let's just go. So the next day, someone found it. Of course. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. And, after, <laughs> and in true Scooby-Doo style, they would have all gotten away with it if it hadn't have been for some fesky kids. Mm. I mean, the only thing I'd say is, the, what, ultimately, what did they find? Some hairspray and some whatever, sellotape or whatever. Well, polystyrene stuff but I mean I, if I found say we found that yeah we're not going to go oh my god do you know what I think we've cracked polystyrene. do you know what I think, I'm pretty sure this was connected to the recent diamond th- you know we just go what some idiots just yeah. fly tipped well they might have thought that move on. Yeah. if they hadn't also found envelopes from the Antwerp Diamond Centre shoved in there as well. ah okay headed uh, for example yeah. headed paper and Leonardo's <laughs> business card and <laughs> <laughs> right uh, okay all, all matter of, uh, of stuff, which uh, obviously the police then like Exquisitely incriminating information. Yeah. Right, okay. Still doesn't connect it to them, though, does it? Also, they, they could have, what I would have done is gone into work as normal the next day. And quite possibly they would have done that. Except that in amongst the rubbish was also yes. a receipt for a sandwich. I found a clue! Oh, dear. Was it... Uh, trying to think of a... Belgian <laughs> ingredient. A waffle and chocolate sandwich. A chip sandwich. <laughs> Chips and mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> well, the local police managed to trace the receipt to the store and the store uh, to the sandwich and the sandwich to said, oh, Botola. He bought that. Oh, that's, that's him pretty good. Isn't that's traced, pretty good. Yeah. You never trace or a bad, bad. sandwich. <laughs> Depending on who you are. I mean, that's pretty good. They got him from the time on the receipt, got him to the security, yeah. security footage. Leonardo the bought that. Knockverse <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Uh, old lady popped in. Yeah. No, that's German. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting your, uh, your xenophobia mixed up. <laughs> right, okay. So th- that was, I mean, 
not exactly bang to rights, but it's not far off, is it's it? It's not far off. They trace it back to him. And then, of course, they've discovered that he had offices in the building. Absolutely. Next door or wherever. Yep. And he had a vault. No matter how cunning and crafty they are, eventually all criminals commit the same error, overconfidence. So the case was cracked. Notabotolo was arrested. How long? Did, was we talking, like, within days? Yeah. Hours? Very quick, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So Notabotolo was found guilty of organising the yeah. great heist. I'm not with them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> I disassociate myself. Also, they managed to identify Tavano, Donorio and Finotto. Yep. Yeah, this gang's getting soft. But not the King of Keys, who mm. was never found. Ever? Ever, ever. Till now? Till oh, now. no, not till now. Ever. Ever. E- even In the now. last 21 years. Wow. Also not found were most of the diamonds. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's got them. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, they, they never came back. Yeah, they haven't found them. They've never been seen again. So if you know where there's a big pile of stolen diamonds. Um, and sorry, what was the figure? 100 million? 100 million dollars. Blimey. I mean, I'd be... Mm. I'd be hiding. No, I don't know. Forever. The diamonds aren't worth Where would anything. you go with £100 million pounds worth of diamonds? <laughs> <laughs> well, firstly, what could you do with them? You could well. you do anything with them? Could you um, just go, here, can I have a... Well, I want to buy a car. You'd dump, them on, the, <laughs> you'd dump them on the black market for £20 million. Right, would yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. Which is it, fine. Just immediately, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd lose. You'd straight away lose a. You'd lose massive, a massive but amount. But that doesn't matter because so that's what? twenty million profit. Of course, yeah, 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 exactly. So once you've done that, you're you can then go to whatever like? Thailand for the rest yeah. of your life. You could buy or a small uh, news agent in Penzance. Yeah, yeah. Or where? you could buy a, and you could lease an office <laughs> next door, but one from the same. And <laughs> the but you're once you've done the initial. Because you've got to get rid of the diamonds. Mm. Once you've done that, you're you're kind of well, you're sorted, still, aren't you're you? You're still traceable at that point. Well, I mean, obviously, at any moment, the so your you'd accomplices. Want keep, you'd want to keep retrading, yeah, to, to clear a trace. You know, but uh, and any and all and all the while, any second of the rest of your life, your accomplices would go. Oh yeah, yeah. So so and so was involved as well. Yeah. To re- yeah. try and sort reduce their mm. whatever sentence. Yeah. So you'd your conscience would be peppered yeah. with the thought of that happening I at any moment. I don't yeah. know these guys have a conscience. Well, you'd be looking <laughs> over your shoulder. Well, absolutely. Like. You would, yeah, yeah. 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 Probably just grew a moustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen again. That's what, what I'd not. do. Yeah, or as all Scooby-Doo villains do, you just put a rubber mask on and no one knows who you are anymore. There you go. Well, speaking Pretend of, to be a ghost. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, um, <laughs> what is... This is a uh, fact... Oh, I thought it was a joke. No. <laughs> what is Scooby Doo's full name, real name? Hmm. <laughs> uh, it's Scoobert Doo. Scoobert. Scoobert, and they've turned Scoobert Doo into Scooby Doo into a nickname. His full name is Scoobert Doo. It's pronounced Schubert. <laughs> well, there you go. That's no more sensical. I know, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. Doesn't make any difference. <laughs> <laughs> so while uh, the King of Keys was never found, as yeah. I say, Tavano, Donorio, and Finotto got five years in prison each for their part in the heist. I mean, that's <laughs> not much. It's not a lot. What for? The, if they got any that share, never found. <laughs> yeah. If they got any share of a hundred million, I'd do five years for it. Of course. Yep. 
Nota Bartolo, as orchestrator of the uh, of the crime, yep. was sentenced to 10 years. But in 2009, he was released on parole. So uh, that's after six, six six years at the most. Yeah. However, a condition of his parole was that he pay back the money. <laughs> oh dear. What, in full? <laughs> which, yeah. which he did not do. So in 2013, four years later, after yeah. being paroled, he was rearrested and made to serve the rest of his sentence. Wow. So he was released in 2017. Right. So he's now out. He's out. He's a free man. So he did a, he did it in two batches, his, his sentence. Yeah. Which is not bad. He had four years off. Four years off and then back in. Ah, mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> so he was interviewed, Lotto Bartolo, by Wired magazine um, after the event or after his release. And he said it wasn't $100 million, it was about $20 million. And this is, we've said this before, yeah. that people who, who lose the money say it's more, and yeah. people who steal money uh, say yes. it's less. Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, For obvious reasons. So it's yeah. probably somewhere in the middle. He said it was $20 million. And he said that they'd been put up to it by a diamond merchant for, for insurance purposes. Well, it could have been them. It could have been the uh, AWDC gang. But the company um, insuring it said that the vault itself wasn't actually insured. <laughs> God, really? <laughs> yeah. What, all the... Because they said it had too many security flaws. And refused to cover it. <laughs> wow. So it's just third-party foreign theft, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Not even theft. Not theft. Yeah. So they didn't. They weren't. Didn't get any. Yeah. The built the antechamber. All the other the, the offices. They were all insured. Yeah. But the vault in, in itself was not. So it wasn't so much Antwerp, but Atwerp. <laughs> Am I right, guys? <laughs> There should be a film. It should I mean, be, yeah. Basically, Ocean's Eleven is Yeah, film. I mean, I've, I've always like loathed the Ocean's series because they're just so ridiculously far-fetched and sure. in, uh, mad. But when I was reading about this theft, I just thought, oh, wait a minute, Ocean's Eleven's not that bad. <laughs> no, absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah. that is it. Really. Yeah. Let's uh, build the vault in the dark and yeah. practice in the dark. Yeah. You'd go out, what? what are you talking about? But that, that's obviously what they did. Yeah. And they and it worked. Frank Sinatra, yeah. Slash George Clooney, and there you go. Slash Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> singing. Um, Paramount Pictures did get the rights to make yeah. a film, but that time lapsed. So, well, I would say there, the moment's gone because, as we say, when, when Ocean's Eleven was not was after two thousand and three, wasn't it? Although the original was in 1960. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah, yeah the remake. But it, but it was 2003, I think, wasn't it? But that wasn't identical. It's more no. Like the way that no, I know that. No. But, but I mean, it's, I mean too, yeah. it's too similar, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can argue it validated that genre. Exactly. You know, That's so what I mean. It, it was yeah. hungry for another one. Hungry for a heist. There is a TV series called Everybody Loves Diamonds. It's a rubbish title. <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Which yeah. came out in October 2023 yeah. on Amazon. I have seen an episode. Is it about that? Yes, based right. on this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I asked it's just that. <laughs> they, they have changed the bits and pieces. For diamonds. Oh, okay. So we can go and, we can go and watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. It's all right. It's all right. So they've made... Um, King of Keys, a woman, so that there's a female character. Yeah, because otherwise it's just a, a bunch of guys. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, that like it was. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone or everybody. Everybody, everybody. loves it. It's two and a half stars. <laughs> Antwerp is in turmoil. That's the first four words. It's got Malcolm McDowell in it. That's it. Oh, oh, oh it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've talked about on this episode, then just Google it or something. You can listen to all of our previous episodes on our website. That's www.truecrimediary.co.uk. Please remember to leave a review on your podcast provider if you can, or you can email us. That's stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk. My thanks to Jed and Rue and to all of you for listening, and we'll see you again on next date in our True Crime Diary. <laughs>